Kramer in the morning. It is time. Uh, end up not here today. Joined by Alex, who has stepped up. Thank you so much for coming in early with me and braving the weather. Hopefully, I think by the time we're off, it'll all be gone anyway. I think so, too. Yeah, so, uh, but we do still have some weird news. So here we go. It's time for Weird News with Humor on 100.7 The Bay. That's right, end up scours the world for the weirdest news. And uh, even out sick came up with a real gem here. I don't even know if I want to read it. I know, it's really gross. <laughs> okay, here we go. Mummified monkey remains were found in luggage at Boston's airport. The traveler at Boston Logan International Airport said the bag contained dried fish. But upon further examination, airport agents discovered that it was, in fact, mummified remains, which included heads belonging to four monkeys. <laughs> there was a uh, movie. I don't know if it was a horror movie or what it was, but it was called 12 Heads in a Duffel Bag. What? And uh, that's the first thing I thought of when I read this. Uh, should I go further, I guess? Yeah, you should. It gets worse. A canine officer named Buddy sniffed out the dead and dehydrated monkeys from inside the luggage belonging to a traveler who recently returned to the U.S. from the Democratic Republic of Congo. Now I'm thinking it's some kind of like voodoo situation or witch doctor thing going on here. Probably. Yikes. Raw or minimally processed meat from certain wild animals, otherwise known as bush meat. <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. Is not allowed to enter the U.S. largely out of health concerns. You think? So ah, bad. mate. Got me some bush meat. Ugh. Bush meat can carry germs that can cause illness, including the Ebola virus, says Julio Cavaria, the area port director at CPB Boston. The traveler on Thursday carried about eight pounds of bush meat. The Centers for Disease Control marked it for destruction. Destruction. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, what do they do to destroy it? Burn it, I guess? It has to be. Wouldn't that release toxins from in the air? I don't want to be near the bush meat destruction facility. No. Whatever that is, I'm going to pull a big pass on uh, the visit. And I'm getting Ebola. I'm going to skip the gift shop. I'm going to skip the name tag. I'm going to skip the postcard. Just going to do a do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Big circle around the old bush meat destruction facility up there in Boston. Dang. What would you do if you discovered this? (laughs) Puke. (laughs) Just right as soon as you open the luggage. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm just picturing the scenario here, too, like. The dude who's got it in the duffel bag, he's got to know that it's no good, right? I mean, right. he said it was dried fish, so he's trying to throw them off. I also think what kind of a, well, let me see. I'll just say it's dried fish. That'll be okay. Like, I don't even right. know why you would go there either. I it guess. smelled really bad. It had to smell bad. Yeah, all I'm picturing is... Um, Sarah from Mount Airy checked in, and I get that vibe. 
I'm picturing Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom where they go to the big elaborate dinner and eat monkey brains or something like that. That's kind of what I'm picturing here, too. Bush meat. New from the makers of Bush beer is Bush meat. Made from exotic animals. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just Uh, don't see how you'd want to eat this. I I just, I'm like, (laughs) this week on Chopped, let's open the baskets. It's ramen noodles, beans, and dehydrated monkey heads. You have 30 (laughs) minutes to make a dessert. Go. (laughs) Oh, it's so true. Gross. Imagine the head just like on the centerpiece. I mean, there's, how can a monkey, dried monkey head even look like dried fish? What was this guy thinking? Yeah, that's not even remotely close. (laughs) And I do know that dried fish, not to food geek out, but it's big in like um, Japanese culture, at least. Um, I can't think of what it's called, but use it to make like ramen broth and stuff. They petrify these fish into like bricks of dehydrated fish. And then you shave it off in these real thin, like you would whittle wood. And then those flakes, I think bonita flakes, if I'm not mistaken, hit the hot water and turn it into a broth. Like it's been, that's a lot of like delicious ramen and, and uh, noodle soups and stuff like that have those bonita flakes in it. That's what that is. Petrified fish shaved up. I think you just ruined ramen noodles for me. <laughs> Never again. Somebody at 410-584-100.7 will tell me if I'm wrong. You're probably right. You know everything when it comes to food. Uh, I know a few things, hence this belly. Um, but that's gross. I don't know what else to say. I've learned a new term today, bush meat. Would you try it if you didn't know? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because I, I don't mind, you know, game meat, for lack of Like, I've had bear, deer, rabbit, goose, pheasant, quail, all those. Duck, obviously, is not that abnormal. But I don't know about dried monkey heads. That's probably a, a line I'd, I'd draw. What about the weird meats? Like when you're in the grocery store and you pass pig's feet. Have you ever had anything weird like that? I have. I like pickled pig's feet. It's delicious. <laughs> pickled? <laughs> you just took it a whole new level. Oh, yeah, level. they're in like a jar pickled up. and it's, Oh, great. Yeah, it's really good. So this isn't like this too far out of your alley then. I don't know. Uh, monkey heads? Not good. <laughs> I mean, I've never had horse there's lots of cultures that eat horse and That's dog true. and stuff. I'm not getting down on that. They're just too cute. Like how? And I don't do know. Freeze dried. Curious George doesn't really. Oh my god! <laughs> Why just put that image in my head? The ma- What's in that yellow hat, man? With the yellow hat, dried monkey heads. No. <laughs> R.I.P. Curious George. R.I.P. He gone. <laughs> no. All right, well, we learned a new thing today. You know, you listen to this program and it's educational. A mere 10 minutes ago, I didn't know what bush meat was, and now I do. Now you do. Learning is half the battle, or knowing is half the battle, whatever G.I. Joe said. You're just risking Ebola every day. (laughs) I mean, it was dried. It's like monkey head jerky. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, then. We got to get out of this. I'm going to get sick. A day to celebrate love in your relationship. A day to panic about if you haven't already purchased something for your significant other or made some sort of arrangements to show your appreciation. But we can help you out here at the old Huber in the Morning program. 
if you're just now realizing that tomorrow is Valentine's Day and that today's going to be significantly more difficult to execute some plans for Valentine's Day based on the fact that the white death is falling from the sky. We are here to offer help. And our resource is the National Retail Federation. They've just released a survey showing the top seven things Americans are buying for Valentine's Day. And even though the holiday is tomorrow, there is still time to get out there and get most of them. So we're going to help you out. Number one on the list, candy. Not like Sour Patch Kids or something, but something a little special. Maybe a little, little dark chocolate. I like the one with the sea salt in it. Ooh. Real nice. Um, caramels, chocolate-covered strawberries. You're picking up what we're putting down. Don't just go get a box of nerds and shake it in her face. I you want to get it done. <laughs> Don't just give her the yellow and orange starburst because you like the pink and red. Right. You know what I mean? Don't do that. I'll be that person. How about a greeting card? You can just pick one up with the right tone and write a note inside. Or you can do like I did sometimes. I like to go a little crazy with the cards. Like, I'll pick one that's, you know, happy second birthday, cutie. No. And then just kind of cross things out and write new stuff. You would. <laughs> Especially today. You get to that section, it's going to look like a hurricane done blew down the aisle. They're going to yeah. be empty. So, you know, get creative. Whatever. Maybe a sympathy card. There we go. <laughs> Sorry for your loss. <laughs> but I still love you. You know what I mean? Here's Something a like card. that. Yeah. Uh, flowers. It's probably too late to have them sent, but you can definitely pick them up. I will tell you, though, that with weather like today, the uh, median strip flower services are going to be minimal. Yeah. The little under the umbrellas, under the pop-up tent. It'll be a little tougher to find, but don't sleep on grocery stores. They have monstrous sections of flowers and Valentine's Day stuff. Um, that's always a go-to for me when I'm in a, in a bind, if you will. And look, an evening out. You don't have to have it be tomorrow. You can make the plans and give that as a gift. Like, hey, I've lined up a babysitter. I've got us a reservation, yada, yada, yada. It's not for Valentine's Day. It's for two weeks from now. But nonetheless, you know, yeah. you give me the gift of the thoughtfulness. And then the execution's down the road. I can get it done. Jewelry, if you know what they like. Um, otherwise, you can get taken advantage of, ripped off, because you're just trying to get something, spend a little more than you want to. But if you can get away with it on the cheap, why not? You still got a day to go grab some uh, sparklies, some ice, as the kids say. Yeah. Drip, <laughs> as the younger kids say. Uh, clothing. This one's a bit more challenging to pick out, but if you know uh, what their sizes are, then you could do that. Otherwise, you get the big t-shirt and you go... Oh, you can wear it to bed. Oh, yeah. Oh, just wear it to bed. That's the biggest cop out of all time. It really is. I don't know your size, so I'm going to buy a giant moo-moo and then, oh, just wear it to bed. Because <laughs> it's better to be bigger than smaller, right? right? Yeah, I mean, smaller, you're just giving somebody an inconvenience. Here, you take this back. Yeah. Um, And then the old gift certificate can feel a little impersonal. But if it's just something you know they like, you know what I mean? If it's something that shows your thoughtfulness or that you know something about them, as long as you pair it with a nice card or a note or something, you can get away with the gift card. Yeah, just put it in that right, you birthday just, card. Right, you just throw a plastic gift card down to the Texas Roadhouse. It's not going to go over very well. Yeah. But if you're like, 
You're like the steak and baked potato of my heart, honey. I want to eat you like honey butter later. Get those nice fresh rolled buns. Yeah, I love your fresh hot rolls. (laughs) Then maybe. There we go. You mentioned the fresh hot rolls. You're in there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I think that's the key. Uh, (laughs) Nice honey butter on top. That's right. But you can't just give the TRH gift card. That's not going to get it done. So you got some options out there if you're a last minute or... Uh, Mrs. Huber and I have dramatically overspent on things in the last few months, including Christmas, and we have a vacation planned, and this and that, and we pulled the old Valentine's Day ripcord. No. We just had a big, eh, eh, not doing it. Okay. So, uh, but we just had a great weekend out. We went to see Band of Horses. We stayed at the Admiral Fell Inn. We had a nice brunch the next day, so that was kind of our Valentine's yeah. Day celebration there. No kids, you know. Um... Amy from Jarrettsville, it sounds like she's good with the old Roadhouse gift card just being thrown down. Don't need no explaining. Wow. Amy, I'm with you. (laughs) I'm always down to be at the Roadhouse for sure. Uh, Coupon for one back rub, says Brian from Hampstead. Please mail that to 11350 McCormick Road here, courtesy of N-Dub. We have a list about who's a bigger baby about being sick, men or women, and someone pulled 2,000 people and asked if they'd rather be taken care of or just be left alone when they're sick. Well, 53% of women would rather be left alone compared to only 47% of men. Guys were also far more likely to want their mommy when they're feeling unwell. 58% wish their mom could still take care of them when they're sick, and 43% think she'd take better care of them than their significant other does. I'm guessing these were anonymous yeah, had to be. <laughs> Polls, because that's not something you want to say out loud in the old household. Only 35% of women said their husband or boyfriend would take better care of them than their own mom would. Guys are also more prone to let people know they're sick. 29% have posted an I'm sick photo on social media compared to only 20% of women. A lot of women might not be shocked by any of this, by the way. 80% in the poll said they think they handle being sick better than most guys do. Now, I don't want to get into an argument over this. I don't want to get into a gender war. Like I said, I have youngins. I'm sick a lot. And a lot of times I'll wake up 4.15, 4.30 in the morning and I'll feel miserable and I'll just say to myself gotta do it just gotta muscle through it put on the sweatpants <laughs> the hat just like I'm did to this morning and roll in and just you know push through so when I do actually decide I'm too sick to come to work it is a miserable hellscape it is just awful um I wonder if this is the end half the time. You know what I mean? I start writing out a will, um, start divvying up my record collection to my friends via text message. (laughs) Start giving out my recipes. Deciding who's gonna inherit the big green egg. (laughs) Not the egg. (laughs) Not the egg! So I don't know, that's what I'm saying. When I submit to being sick, I am a gigantic baby. But then, the thing about it too, that I've learned, and it's, I don't know if this is good or not, 
is that when you finally do submit to being sick, it's kind of like a vacation because then the kids are like, oh, we can't go near daddy. He's sick. And everybody's like, oh, we got to be quiet in the house. Daddy's sick. And I'm like, is this all it takes to get a few minutes of peace and quiet, rest and relaxation? (laughs) I need to schedule an illness bi-monthly. You would. (laughs) I hate it, though. And I'll tell you another reason why I hate being sick. Because you lay at home. And if you're like me, who's a crazy person, you look around and you're like, that wall needs to be painted. That thing needs to be fixed. Look, there's leaves in the gutters. I got to get those out. And I just lay there and it's like I'm home. And I want to do all these things because I'm home finally and not pressured to be doing anything else. But I'm also sick. So now it's like I'm not getting my work done and things are piling up there. And now I'm home noticing all the things I should be doing here and I'm not doing anything and the misery level just skyrockets. And that's why when you finally, you know, you get that big sweat or you cough that big cough and you get that last bit of lung butter out and you finally like eat that meal and it sits well and you get a little energy and it's like, ah, I've, I've overcome it. I've gotten through. (laughs) I'm out of the darkness and into the light. That's a pretty good feeling. But then it's like, okay, what have I neglected for the last 24 to 48 hours that is now just pressuring down on me? And the cycle starts. (laughs) This is so you to a T. The last time you were sick, Mm -hmm. you got that sudden burst of energy and you were like, I'm going to go do some laundry. Yeah. Two hours later. Dead. Yes. Dead. Yeah, I had that. You're right. I like ate something or drank something. I'm like, oh, I'm, I think I'm back. I'm good now. And it was bad. That last time I was sick, that was probably the sickest I've ever been in yeah. my life. That was horrible. COVID got me. Got it me really real did. good that last time. I don't think I've been sick since, have I? No. Well, it's coming out. That was December. <laughs> we got a knock on wood. I know. I'm sure it's coming. But, uh, you know, good luck to end up. I hope we see him again. Me too. The odds are slim, though. They are. Probably because he doesn't wash his hands. That's right. That's what caused it. It is. That lack of hand washing. <laughs> oh, uh, his wife texted Lauren. Oh. Let's see what she said here. Endob is one that would like to be left alone when he's sick. And my lovely mother-in-law would definitely take better care of him. <laughs> I try my best, but there's nothing better than a mother's love. Aww, uh, she's right. With the mother's love thing. <laughs> I be- totally, fully believe, though, that Endob is the be-left-alone kind of guy. Yes. He, he likes being left alone when he's normal and happy. So being sick, he definitely wants to be it's left alone. It's probably ten times worse. Right. Huber in the Morning.